Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Local Youth Worker, a podcast brought to you by Reformed Youth Ministries. I'm your host, John Parrott. Uh, We're about to get into my discussion with Chantel and Katie as we continue this series, a seven-theme COVID discipleship, looking at youth ministry in the midst of this uh, pandemic. Uh, Just a reminder, we have relaunched our student podcast last week. We had Matthew Eichard and Linda Oliver on the podcast. Uh, This week, we'll have two new episodes dropping on Tuesday and Thursday. And so we hope that that will uh, continue as we are reaching out to youth workers all over uh, the U.S. uh, to participate in this and help out giving three to five minute devotions on various topics. So we hope uh, students can use this on their own and that you as youth workers can utilize this alongside them and also be passing this on to parents who can use this in the home or as they drive their students to, to school. Uh, we hope that this is an easy way to fit uh, God's truth into everyone's lives. Uh, so be sure to check that out on our other uh, podcast. And uh, hopefully before too long, we'll be relaunching uh, Parenting Today as well. Uh, so uh, without further ado, here's my conversation with Chantel and Katie. Hope you enjoy it. All right, everyone, welcome back to The Local Youth Worker. Uh, This week, I have Chantel and Katie joining us for episode 307. Uh, So good good morning uh, to both of you. How are y'all doing? Good. 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 Good morning. (laughs) It's always awkward to throw that out, good morning, because no matter who does it, everyone's kind of waiting on the other person to say something, and you don't want to interrupt on Zoom and and all that, but... uh, uh, but look, you, you've both been on the podcast before as we were talking pre-recording and uh, Chantel, when you were on the panel discussion uh, back at YLT and uh, Paradise, Pennsylvania, that was recorded at YLT, but then we aired it on uh, the local youth workers. So you haven't been on in this format, but you've been on before. Uh, Katie, I know a while back you were on, I can't even, I thought about looking back at the episode, but then I was like, you know what? Other people can go and search that if they, if they want to go <laughs> find that. But, but you've been on before. Um, but, but why don't you go ahead, uh, both of you, tell us where you're currently ministering, where you live. And Katie, you can go first because it's a little earlier for Chantel. So she's still <laughs> waking up a little bit on the, the West Coast. So uh, Katie, why don't you start us off? Awesome. Well, thanks, John. Um, I am the director of youth ministry um, at Highview Evangelical Presbyterian Church, which is located um, in Dousman, Wisconsin. So if you know where Milwaukee is, we're maybe about a half hour west of there. Um, And we're just about to kick off. I'm just about to start my fifth uh, school year here at Highview. And I, we're, we're a pretty small church. So I do both children's and youth ministry. Good. Chantel. Yeah, and I'm Chantel out on the West Coast, Northwest in uh, Washington State. And uh, yeah, I um, work at Covenant Presbyterian Church in Issaquah, Washington, which is about 30 minutes east of Seattle. Um, And uh, I kind of grew up in that church, actually. And then um, I got, I think I was hired on staff about eight years ago now. I can't remember. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) Uh, Well, that, that, and you add kind of the COVID season and like all sense of time has just gone up. It's like, when was that again? You know, so (laughs) Mm -hmm. everything's a little blurry. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And you actually just got finished with uh, hosting a retreat, right? I'm sure we we might get into some of that as as we go, but didn't you just come off of hosting a retreat? 
Yeah, it was the first online youth summer camp I've ever done before. <laughs> Definitely nice. we'll get more into that um, uh, as I was thinking through questions. But yeah, it was great. A little time to catch up on sleep, which you still get exhausted when you're online. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is something just really yeah, exhausting about it. Um, I don't know, all the Zoom meetings. And we were kind of sharing pre-recording there's definitely a love-hate relationship with Zoom. It's awesome, I mean, just right now to be able to see the two of you, to be able to catch up and connect. Um, but it is, it's just, yeah, draining. And it's, you know, we, we hate it at the same time, not being able to, to see each other in person. Yeah. Um, but it's handy, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so as our listeners know, we're continuing our seventh uh, season and the theme is COVID discipleship. Uh, the subtitle we have there is youth ministry during a pandemic. Um, as I was sharing with you guys, we continue to hear good feedback from, from our listeners, uh, how helpful it is. Just there's so much uncertainty. There's so much of, okay, how do we plan for next week? But just to hear others sharing so many of the same struggles, sharing ideas about what they're doing that's, that's working and what isn't working. Um, it's refreshing. Um, and as I was, I was actually having lunch with uh, three youth workers yesterday and just hearing some of what they're sharing. And um, it's, it's great to have this kind of venue to be able to discuss this and, and get it out there for others to hear. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, again, Chantel, as you're up early, uh, we appreciate that. Um, so look, first question that we've been asking is just kind of on a personal level, what the Lord has been teaching you. And then, you know, we know that good ministry as well. And so kind of sharing just, okay, personal, personally, but then also ministerially, what, what has the Lord been teaching you during this, this season of a pandemic? Um, Katie, do you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I think the kind of the overarching thing that, you know, both personally and in ministry that I've had to be reminded of time and time, time and time again, um, is just God's sovereignty, um, and his sovereignty over everything, um, every aspect of my life, whether it's personally, whether it's in ministry, even when it doesn't look like it. Um, you know, I can look out into the world, whether it's the pandemic, um, I'm only about an hour from Kenosha. So with all the unrest that's been happening there and I can, you know, get really distraught, really, um, depressed and wondering where is the Lord? What is he doing? Why is he allowing all of this to happen? Um, when instead I need to take a step back and just remember he is sovereign over all of it and he is at work through it. Um, even when I may not see it, you know, there is, there is a cosmic, <laughs> you know, sort of thing happening, you know, that only God knows right now. Um, and hopefully at some point we might get um, a window into that, but just remembering he's sovereign and um, really leaning into that um, over, you know, this entire season. Um, yeah. Such, a, such an important truth. I mean, it is, we can easily just, Despair. I mean, speaking personally, I know I have been in despair many times over this entire COVID season and it can just spiral downward. Mm -hmm. And that truth, I mean, we can throw out a truth like that kind of in Christian circles and it's kind of like, yeah, okay, I know what God's sovereignty is. I've learned that before, but it is such a significant Mm life-giving truth uh, during this season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm so glad you bring that up. I was going to say, I've had the opportunity and I think this has, you know, been God's way of teaching me is, um, 
you know, our sermon series has been on the book of Daniel and, you know, throughout that entire book, just seeing God at work through Daniel and his friends, you know, even in the most desperate of times, um, I've been in a little book discussion group with a couple of ladies um, and we're reading John Piper's When I Don't Desire God um, and just, you know, remembering some of the truths from that. Um, you know, it's just been, you know, some of those things have just been a real blessing um, and the Lord, you know, graciously reminding me to, to trust that he's, he's got it all under control. Mm, yeah. And, and it's funny, the, the last two episodes of this podcast, <clears throat> I think it was AJ Swanson who brought it up in the first one, and then Greg last week, I think it was two or three years ago where RYM summer conference theme was God is at work, even when it feels like he's not. Mm-hmm. And it is just, <clears throat> obviously we didn't just come up with this concept. <laughs> That's a, a biblical concept of God's sovereignty, but um, it's just interesting to kind of point back to that and, and to think of that and to, to see that just played out so significantly during this, this season. So I appreciate you sharing that, Katie. Chantel, what, what about you? What's some of what the Lord has been teaching you? And so Katie actually stole my thunder because I was one ah, of things I on. definitely, definitely have on like an, on notes that I have here. <laughs> so like, Sorry. I'll share, I'll share a little bit about that, so but um, also, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so I guess two things. Um, one is I, I think since the very start of this, and Katie, I've actually talked about this a little bit, um, like how do we love people right now um, in the middle of all this? Like back at the very start, got back from youth leader training in um, Pennsylvania. And right after that, I was like, stuff is shut down. And I was so excited mm-hmm. coming back, about to jump into youth ministry again and and um, share what I had learned. And, uh, and then it was just like, well, we aren't meeting. <laughs> now what? What do we do? And so um, one of the questions I kept wrestling with and have been wrestling with the whole time since March um, is yeah how do we love people um how do i love people personally um in the middle of all this uh whether it's just you know everyday life or it's in a ministry context or whatever it is um and yeah really wrestling with that because i i tend to think of loving people as you hang out with them in person you spend time with them you interact with them in person but this was like it's been kind of the exact opposite where love is not hanging out with people right now in person necessarily. Um, especially back at the beginning. Um, and kind of, uh, yeah. Um, trying to figure that out and wrestling with that with God. And, um, and I think, you know, he's been showing me, um, teaching me that, um, there's many different ways to love people. Um, especially right now, um, things like, you know, checking in with people, sending letters to people. We don't do that anymore, but, you know, doing that kind of thing, it's super special. And, um, uh, you know, just really being on top of checking in with people. Um, and uh, that's been something where God's really been growing me and, and showing me that, um, yeah, there are so many different ways to, to love others. Um, and uh, just how, um, how that looks too with, you know, all social media, especially right now, um, probably more so than usual, but, and just talking to people um, in person, when we get to um, just, you know, love is also just like all of First Corinthians 13, that's, um, you know, patient, kind, uh, you know, um, also like faithful people. Um, uh, yeah, all these different things that we aren't really <laughs> seeing at the moment as much. Um, uh, yeah, and then also um, 
yeah, what Katie was saying with um, God's sovereignty, um, just seeing that in so many different ways, big and small um, right now. Uh, I was going to mention the um, youth summer camp that we did um, mm-hmm. online. Um, I had found this new place right, uh, kind of right before um, I went out of the country for a month, actually, and then to YLT. Um, I had found this new place, beautiful location to do summer camp. So excited. Mm-hmm. It even seemed like possibly a great place to have to social distance if we were going to meet in person um (laughs) kind of just like had everything super inexpensive anyway um and how that all fell through um but also seeing God's like working in all those little details too along the way um amazing things kind of happen with all that but um yeah having to move online but um you know God sovereignly working in all of that too um as like uh RYM came out with their you know online um content mm-hmm. and uh and uh a brand new staff um pastor uh at our church actually came on right when this was all happening too and he and I've been working together and uh we're like let's try it let's just do it online let's see what happens we have this great content from RYM which happened to be on do not fear which was the perfect <laughs> perfect thing um <laughs> for me and everyone else uh and so, yeah, we, uh, we put together an online, um, youth, uh, retreat, I guess. Uh, and yeah, it was four days a week and, uh, invited people, um, from the Northwest. And so we had, you know, a kid from Oregon that popped on there all by themselves. They didn't know anyone. Um, and then people from other churches too in Washington. And it was, it was so great. And just to see how God used that, you know, again, um, sovereign over everything and be able to see just a little glimpse of that and how he worked this all out. Um, so many things had to come together super last minute and, yeah. uh, yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, two of the biggest things that he's been teaching me for sure is, um, yeah, how to, how to love people well right now. And also, um, yeah, just remind me of his sovereignty and really showing like his glory and, um, through, through all the things that, um, is, are going on right now um it is crazy up here in the northwest like there's there's been a lot of craziness you know kind of first place covid yeah. sort of popped up um and all the stuff in seattle that's been going on um has just been pretty crazy so trying to yeah um bring god's love into all in the midst of all of that and yeah no, thinking of, um, and that was, I mean, so much good that you just said, uh, but you saying that is reminding me that when you were at Wildy, uh Northeast with all of us, that's kind of when everything was starting to build. And it was yes. kind of like, okay, I'd kind of heard coronavirus a little bit, not that much. It was kind of on my radar. But then I remember by the time I was flying back home, that's when it was just kind of getting crazy. And we're thinking, okay, <laughs> where Chantel was, that's kind of where <laughs> it was kind of concentrated in that area. Yes. And, and just all the insanity. And like you said, you know, leaving a time like youth theater training. And, and I, I say this, you know, before I even came on staff with RYM, it's always such a life-giving week. Yes. And you're energized and you're kind of ready to go back and do ministry. And then you said, it's just kind of like, we didn't stomp on the brakes. We ran into a brick wall. Right. <laughs> we got back at home and we were just like, okay, how do we love people? Like, what are we supposed to do right now? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so many just, just feeling that, okay, Lord, I feel called to the ministry. I feel called to do all this. How can I exercise these gifts you've given me in the sense of a call? 
Um, so yeah, it was, it was definitely, I don't think in a stretch to say an identity crisis for so many people in ministry, I'm trying to figure out uh, how to do this. Um, and so, so encouraged to hear too, just the, the virtual conference material that you were able to use and just, you know, letting our, our listeners know, I mean, RYM's heartbeat that we continue to, to talk about is serving the local church. We, we want to serve the local church in whatever way we can. And so as we were trying to put together that material, uh, I mean, it is for those listening, it is free online. If you get rym.org and go to our conferences, you'll see that. And so we, we continue to hear youth, uh, youth workers and youth ministries using that material, you know, throughout the fall. And so mm-hmm. kind of letting, I was going to say, I was going to ask you, John, is <laughs> yeah. that going to stay there? Because yeah, I didn't get to use it over the summer, but I want, you know, yeah. depending yeah, on what you, happens with winter, fall, you know, fall or winter mm-hmm. retreats, like that yeah. might be a great option. Yeah. And if you ever have kind of just a rough week and you're like, ah, I did not get to get, get a lesson together, just be like, Hey, we're going to watch this, you know, <laughs> again. Um, but Genius, there, John. <laughs> <laughs> there are, you know, five large group sessions, but then there are four electives that have five lessons each. And so there's a lot of content that you can use out there. Um, that's awesome. so that's, that's encouraging to hear how the Lord used it and just encouraging to, to hear how you guys are processing and, and, uh, wrestling through the, this this season and i know we, we've kind of shared a little bit of this too but j- just talk a little bit more about how you guys are trying to disciple students in this time like sharing what has worked and what hasn't worked um again this has been encouraging for me to hear from others of just creative ways in which people are trying to to minister during this time so uh katie you want to go first on that one sure um i think that my, I guess my keyword in all this would be flexibility. <laughs> um, we kind of had to revamp how we do our normal summer. We typically, um, you know, our schools finish early to mid June. So we typically take off the month of June with the exception of our mission trip, which didn't happen. Um, and then typically we run weekly programs in July. And then we have vacation Bible school right away in August. And then, you know, we take a break for the rest of August. But since none of our big, you know, our mission trip, our middle school retreat, vacation Bible school, none of that was was happening in person. Um, we kind of changed things up a little bit where we just did small groups. And I asked my small group leaders if they were willing to stay on for the summer. And thankfully they were. Um, so we were able to just do some small group stuff. Um, where we went, I'd, I'd, we did a series basically working through First Peter, uh, talking about the, just the hope we have in Christ, despite the insanity and the chaos of the world right now. Hope is still secure in Christ. Um, you know, as, as the summer went on, attendance dropped. You know, everybody was real gung-ho, I think, in the early part, but then it started to drop. Um, so I had a couple weeks where I only had like one or two kids show up and those, while it was a little bit irritating, um, they provided some unique opportunities that I could just have some good conversations one-on-one with these kids um, and kind of see how are you, you know, how are you really doing? How are you feeling about things? Especially mm-hmm. if we, as we start thinking about going back to school and, you know, all of that just provided some unique opportunities that way. Um, yeah we we've had to to change gears you know i'm i'm looking forward to the fall being a little bit more normal ish um 
you know, but instead of doing our normal stuff, we had to, you know, kind of switch gears a little bit and yeah, we were still able to do our Wednesday night stuff in July, which was really great. We, I asked different um, members of our congregation to come in and share their testimonies, which was really cool. And all of our events we were able to do outside. So we were still able to be together. We actually did a baptism in a swimming pool at a pool party, which was awesome. Um, so while it definitely looked different and had its frustrating moments, there were still some really good, um, you know, again, just glimpses of, you know, the Lord reminding me that he, he's got it all under control and I'm not my, my calling to, um, to ministry, you know, I'm not going to be judged on my ministry based on, you know, numbers or success rate, whatever that looks like, but I'm going to be judged on my faithfulness to the Lord. And what can I do during this season to faithfully minister to these kids and these families? So, um, yeah, lots of just one-on-one text conversations, small groups, some large groups stuff, but and a, and a mix of online and virtually. So I don't know if that, that answers your question, but yeah, I think flexibly yeah. discipling. Yeah. No, I think, I think you said it. And, and honestly, it's just, it's helpful to hear what, what other people are trying. I mean, this is just, you know, I mean, people will say variations of this We're we're in, uncharted territory. And so we just need to hear from others and learn from others. And it's helpful. And I mean, just the points you made, you know, the entire numbers game of ministry. I mean, everyone struggles with that from time to time that we base the success on how many people are showing up, you know, and it's a failure. If nobody shows up, it's a great night and we're excited and encouraged when everybody shows up. And um, it's interesting just how that has been just kind of taken out of the equation of ministry that, uh, numbers have been just the thing that we cannot count on and the thing we're not mm-hmm. supposed to even, uh, you know, put any kind of focus on uh, because mm-hmm. we, we've got a social distance, you know? And so right. I know that's been so trying uh, for so many. I mean, especially in the beginning when the numbers were zero and you were looking at a camera <laughs> thinking, okay, is anybody going to listen to this? And um, I know Greg Meyer last week was mentioning, like, don't look at the the statistics of how long students are actually watching <laughs> your content because uh, they can drop off very quickly. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the perspective is striving to be faithful for the Lord, for his name, for his kingdom, uh, knowing mm-hmm. that he's, he's pleased with his children, um, even when no one's showing up. So mm-hmm. um, that's some good perspective there. Uh, Chantel, what, what are some things that have been working, haven't worked so well? Uh, just uh, what, what's been going on? Yeah. Um, I think just going off of what you guys both just said with um, being faithful um, in ministry uh, has been probably the biggest thing for me up here. Um, we, uh, you know, we started in person um, you know, this past fall, <laughs> of course. Um, and then, which is so weird to think about, uh, <laughs> so long ago. Um, but, uh, yeah, once we moved on, uh, to zoom, it took, it took us a little while to get, um, you know, everyone get on board with that, but, um, moved on to zoom and, um, had probably about five youth who were regularly, um, attending like our youth group every week um and um yeah that was uh 
that was awesome. Them just faithfully showing up every single week um, and being a part of it. And um, one girl, especially, um, you know, she's so excited. She's kind of our cheerleader um, for youth group right now. Um, she would text me back and forth, like, how about this? What, what if we do this? How about this? And just always, um, always reaching out to me, actually, which is awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> encouraging. Um, but uh, um, yeah, I mean, at the same time, you know, uh, it was really discouraging, um, honestly. I, I mean, the whole numbers thing, just trying to faithfully show up and do this, even if one person was showing up every week. Um, we had a great uh, little team of leaders this past year um, who just poured, poured themselves out um, for the youth, uh, some of them who are young parents too, and just they were on top of it and just so encouraging to work with them, but also just like, okay, we have our biggest like leader team we've ever had this year. What in the world? <laughs> like, you know, there's just a couple youth um, showing up, but um, yeah, just like, it's just showing up faithfully and, and serving God and however, um, however you wanted us to. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was a struggle. It is a struggle uh, for sure, especially thinking, so we're just starting to think about the fall because we're on a different schedule than all of you guys. So, but so school is starting up really soon for kids. Um, and, uh, we're going to start youth group, I think at the end of September, but, um, I mentioned a little bit ago that I have a brand new coworker that I'm working with. Um, I've worked with him in the past and he went off to seminary. Now he's back, um, as a pastor at our church, but super exciting, um, to work with him. And, uh, I'm really excited about, some ideas we have but also still kind of like what are we doing we have no idea so hearing from other people has been great <laughs> uh but um yeah um we're hoping to uh try some stuff in person small um smaller groups maybe um uh trying to maybe do a socially distant event off and on um when we can but we had a bonfire at the end of the youth camp just for the youth from our church and that was awesome and just hearing all the comments of like this is the first time we've gotten to meet with our friends from church mm -hmm. in person and laugh together like it was so good just giving them an opportunity to be able to laugh and goof off together and all of us together actually um was awesome um yeah but uh other than that i mean it really was just me on zoom once a week and everything else kind of got stripped away for the rest of the year um which was hard. Like it, mm -hmm. it was frustrating and discouraging for me. Um, again, right after wild tea, of course, like, <laughs> ah! but then, yeah, just being able to do the online camp and that gave me opportunities to reach out to other churches and pastors and just kind of touch base. And I never had been able to do that before. So it's really good. Um, but with discipling youth, yeah, just being faithful to show up and, you know, um, we started meeting, um, at church again for church services. And so we all just connect with people, um, after the service or before just briefly has been really good. Um, but yeah, discipleship, I guess a lot of it's been, you know, we've been doing a Bible study online or with camp, but also just being able to hang out and laugh and have fun together. Um, I think mm. that's so needed right now, especially, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And, and like to say, I'm, I'm curious and I know different regions do this differently, but, um, fall retreats, I know are typically being planned kind of around now. And I know, I mean, the church that I go to, the, 
youth group is planning on November, but it's kind of a, you know, asterisk, <laughs> you know, who knows? I mean, going back flexibility is kind of the key, key theme. Who knows is, is if this is going to happen, but are you guys planning on any kind of event like a fall retreat coming up on the horizon and how are y'all going about that? We typically do like a winter retreat. Um, we like go to um, a local camp um, that's about 45 minutes from here. And I've already had kids being like, are we going to Covenant Harbor? Are we going to Covenant Harbor? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, because they obviously really look forward to that. I I have not put anything on the calendar when I sent out my our fall calendar. Um, you know, and I don't know if we're going to talk about this at some point during this, but, you know, we're kind of doing more of like a staggered start of things. So like some things are going to start right away and other things are going to come later. So like at this point, I didn't even, I didn't even put anything on the calendar because, you know, our kids are just starting back school this week. Um, so, I mean, we don't, I just, we just don't even know. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, so instead of, you know, having people block stuff off in their calendar and then not even being able to do it, um, you know, we're just waiting. I'm going to just kind of wait and see at least how September goes. Um, and then if things are looking good, maybe we'll throw some on the calendar for like November, early December. Um, but as of right now, no, we're just trying to keep it simple, um, you know, and try to just, you know, focus corporate worship, youth group. That's it for now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chantel, I know you're already coming off of a, a retreat. <laughs> do you have any plans of trying to do anything fall or winter retreat? Um, we've definitely talked about kind of thrown around the idea of doing um, possibly an online thing with churches again. Um, I mean, if it just happened that we could do it in person, that'd be great, but we'll probably end up trying to use more of the RYM material or something. Um, uh, yeah, no, no fall stuff. Um, I've also thought about just like game game nights through zoom with other churches also. So mm -hmm. just keeping in contact with other youth and, leaders and stuff um yeah we usually do a winter retreat uh in the snow and it's fun but <laughs> don't know if it'll happen or not all up in the air still so. mm -hmm. yeah well let's talk a little bit about parents as well uh, during the season as we say all the time youth ministry isn't just ministry to youth it's also ministry uh, to parents and i know um grayson actually last week was talking about just how some of her ministry to parents has actually increased over this season and so just share a little bit about uh, you know your ministry to parents i mean the challenges you've had the encouragements you've had just some of the conversations um who wants to go first on this one Chantel, why don't you start it <laughs> okay yeah i found whoever speaks usually volunteers the other person so well i'm going to go first yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you picked so, the hardest so one. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh man. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest thing, honestly, is the whole idea of people just being really exhausted with Zoom. Um, I think, like, I uh, for summer camp, you know, the main conversation with parents was, you know, ah, my kid really wants to join, but they're just so burnt out with Zoom that like, there's no way they're gonna jump on. Um, and then some of them ended up jumping on and being super encouraged and blessed by it. But it's also like totally understand, like I'm in the same, same boat for sure. <laughs> um, 
And so um, being able to just encourage um, parents, you know, to, yes, your, your kid's really tired of this, um, but, you know, it's only for a short amount of time and it's good. It's a good amount of time. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I think I haven't had tons of parent interaction yet. I think um, starting in the fall, we will have more. Um, that the summer has been kind of nothing happening except for camp basically. So um, the interaction has been, you know, regarding camp. Um, but uh, we're going to, we're going to try to get a few parents involved in helping out um, this fall with youth ministry stuff. So I think that'll be really good and helpful um, just to be able to connect with all those parents and kind of, kind of start that, um, do that better, I guess, than we have in the past. <laughs> um, and uh, there are so many parents who are so excited about uh, the youth group now, um, which we did not have as much of this past year. Um, this past year was kind of a struggle all around, um, just getting people involved. And um, but uh, yeah, excited about what could happen this year. Um, and praying that um, God will give us many opportunities to work with the parents and. Um, kind of figuring that out this year, though, like, what does it look like to um, reach out to them and be able to support them? Um, so I was encouraged from last week's actually with, you know, everyone talking about how they've um, been interacting with parents and it was good to hear for me. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is, I mean, speaking as a parent of a child in youth group, I mean, it was, I mean, again, I feel like we're, we're repeating ourselves all the time, but just so bizarre to think, I mean, there were so many times where we were sitting there and we'd be like, oh yeah, it's Wednesday night. Sarah, you've got a youth group on YouTube, like right now. And again, it was just all of our days were blending and it was just kind of mm -hmm. like, there was no distinction between one day and the next. No one was leaving for work and school. And uh, so parents are just kind of reeling from this whole thing, uh, especially so many became homeschoolers all of a sudden and were having to teach their, their children at home. And um yeah, so uh, it was it was madness uh, to try to um, get through some of that, but um, but it has been encouraging to hear stories of youth workers really reaching out, and and even though there's you know discouragement and insanity of youth ministry, there's also kind of another void that it seemed like youth workers were able to step into, and and really parents saying please do something to to help us, you know, disciple our children. So uh, it's it's neat to hear that. Uh, Katie, what, what are some, some thoughts there in your interactions with parents? Um, I, you know, when everything first started, um, you know, I would, I tried to be very intentional about like making sure I was reaching out, um, you know, in some capacity to, you know, my families every couple of weeks, um, you know, and trying to provide them with resources, um, like, I know CPYU did that family table talk um, for a long stretch there. I, I sent that out, you know, because we weren't meeting in person, you know, I felt like, like I had some, you know, I was able to have some really good conversations with parents, which was really encouraging, but I felt like the only thing I could really like do was just give them resources and, you know, provide, you know, that because I wasn't seeing their kids in person. Um, you know, as time wore on, um, you know, I think all of us, myself included, just kind of became complacent with things. You know, John, you were saying like, those just started to blend together. And, 
people got burned out, um, burnt out from Zoom, you know, just kind of over the whole COVID situation. Um, and I think it allowed a lot of people to become complacent. Um, and then especially as things started to open back up, you know, sports started back up. Um, people were able to do a little bit of traveling and, you know, I think that's when I really started to struggle, um, you know, because I had to watch from a distance as, you know, parents and like, I'm not a parent, so I don't, I can't, I can't judge, but, um, you know, knowing they were taking their kids, not, they weren't either in person or watching church. They weren't coming to groups, but they were going to baseball. They were going on vacations. And I was like, you know, struggling to, to understand, um, and give grace in that situation. Um, you know, because I'm not a parent, you know, so I really can't come in and be like, well, your priorities as a family are messed up. (laughs) If you can go to baseball, you can come to church. Like I don't have, that's not my, I I don't have, that's not something I can, I can speak into. Um, so yeah, that started to become a struggle is starting to see the complacency. Um, and you know, just still in some cases, a lack of discipleship in the home. Um, now I'm hoping once, you know, now that school has started and people are starting to fall back into some of their more normal routines, um, you know, hopefully a youth group starts back up again and I'm hoping some of that we can reel back in, but, um, yeah, it, it, it'll be an interesting fall, you know, because I think like a lot of churches, we have people kind of all across the board, like some, they're still not allowing their kids to come to corporate worship. Um, and some, you know, think it's not necessarily a joke, but it's not that big of a deal. And the mass mandate is stupid and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So trying to, to balance everybody being all over the board in terms of what they feel is the right thing. Um, you know, as we move into the fall. Um, so yeah, we'll see what it looks like. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And, and Katie, no, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think, it, you know, some of your frustrations uh, towards the parents, I mean, everyone would kind of nod at that. <laughs> and, uh, it, you know, it's, it is so hard. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I think some of what, um, it seems to have been so hard for me during the season is just the lack of consistency and mm-hmm. kind Absolutely. of a, a kind of applying, but applying like the restrictions in areas. It's kind of like, okay, we'll be overly cautious by not showing up to this youth event, but then we'll go to this other event over here. Right. We'll just kind of keep our lives looking somewhat normal. Um, and so it really, you know, so much of what, what this gets into as well as um, kind of when the dust does begin to settle, if it ever does, you know, who's actually going to be coming back in our church doors, you know, who, mm-hmm. who's going to be in the congregation, who's going to be in our youth groups. And so, you know, this pandemic has exposed all of our hearts in so many mm-hmm. different ways and has, has brought issues to the surface and yep. all that. But um but no, it's, it's refreshing to hear, um, you know, your frustration because it's, it's justifiable and in so many ways. And, and like you said, there, there's ways in which you were saying as, you know, you, as you not being a parent and not being able to understand in some ways, but in some ways 
you, you do understand and you do, your, your frustration there is just justifiable mm-hmm. and uh, it would be echoed, I think, by every youth worker across the United States and beyond. So, so yeah, uh, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, look, I know we are needing to wrap up before too long, but I'm wondering if you guys, if y'all have any other kind of questions that you're wrestling with, thoughts that have kind of come up just from this conversation, thoughts that you've had, um, anything just kind of across the board that you, you want to share before we, we wrap this up. Chantel, Katie, anything? Uh, I have something. Two little things. Yep. Um, yep, please do. Yeah, um, I guess one thing, a question I have, um, I think I had mentioned this to Katie actually in a text message uh, at some point too, but just um, starting to see like, you know, the one time we did meet in person, um, kind of, uh, you know, a little bit of bullying and people making comments about, you know, all oh, these people wear masks or all these people don't, you know, and, and seeing this all of a sudden, just like, wait, what? Like, this should not be a thing. And so just, you know, how to address that going forward. And like, um, and, and also, you know, the whole idea of like, oh, some people, are going to school and some people have to do all their stuff online like that thing that's a huge thing too and so um i think that's gonna be a huge thing moving forward for us um probably a lot of other people too just like okay everyone like you know all of our situations are different um have to show grace to each other have to still love each other um you know and so that's that's something that's kind of big that popped up recently um mm. for us um well, I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning that because, you know, I have not heard that from other youth workers that I've been been speaking to. But, I mean, it makes sense that that's going to happen. I mean, we, I think we're, you know, kind of sharing pre-recording. Um, it is, you know, there's been so much as we look at the world that's just led to despair from, you know, rioting to COVID issues to what's been going on. What's been difficult is how the church is destroying itself just internally, how we are divided over so many issues and we're just attacking each other. And of course we see that kind of on maybe in a more adult level. And of course that's going to find its way down into, into youth ministry and uh, to think of kind of some bullying that can occur over, you know, you're wearing a mask, you're not wearing a mask. And, you know, we know that there's always been kind of, some debates between, I mean, I'm thinking of, of my youth group and then others that I know as well of kind of public school, private school, homeschool, and just kind of, you know, getting in our own little groups and critiquing each other. And (laughs) so now I guess it's those schools that have started back and those who Uh have not, but, but it's interesting to think about this issue is going to be something that, that starts to to bubble up in in youth ministries and uh, that youth workers need to be prepared to address that and squelch that as much as, as we can. But um, I'm glad you're you're bringing that up. Yeah, that just happened recently, so it's a new thing where I'm like, oh man, I have to think about this too. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, and have you thought about? Um, I mean, as as far as addressing it, I, I'm thinking, okay, maybe have a lesson discussing that, or uh, you know, sending out an email to parents saying, hey, these are some issues that are coming up, and let's try to kind of talk about this in the home. What what are some thoughts you've had, kind of, of how to deal with that? Um, so far, uh, not much. Um, I need to talk through this with, uh, my coworker and, um, and just the volunteers that are going to be helping this, this fall. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think in the past when stuff like this, like the whole homeschooling public school thing, um, it's a huge thing in our church too, um, happens. It's, it's kind of 
one of those things where you just like in the past we've just sat down with um uh all the youth when we've hung out and just been like hey guys we're gonna say this bluntly so you all know about this or aware of it and um instead of just you know awkwardly kind of <laughs> pretending it doesn't exist um and uh that made a huge impression on me even when we had to do that um and uh it's one of our other youth leaders in the past who did that and i was really encouraged actually it's like either do this or just pretend it doesn't exist and you know stuff keeps happening so um yeah i don't know yet um it might be a combination of talking to all the youth and then also talking just sending something to parents too Mm -hmm. um because yeah stuff is so divided and it's not how the church is supposed to be and um especially like i mean not especially right now i guess but just it seems like right now even more so we really need each other and being able to help each other and support each other and Mm -hmm. love each other well and yeah Uh, yeah amen to that just needing the the striving to for unity um Mm -hmm. in the church uh katie anything you want to add before we close this out yeah, I also had two questions, and if anybody has answers, please tell me. Um, my first one was actually very similar to Chantel's um, with the whole mask thing. We in Wisconsin currently have a mask mandate um, in effect in, as of right now until September 28th. Um, so, you know, with youth groups starting back up, masks will be, if we're indoors, we're hoping to do things outside, but if we're indoors, um, you know, people will be expected to wear masks. So I guess just how to, you know, encourage that with both the kids and their parents, because some of the parents I think have been, you know, not helping their children see this as important. Mm-hmm. Um, so encouraging the mass and the social distancing while it's a thing that we need to do. Um, And kind of on the flip side of that, you know, we were talking about how in the spring, like everybody had like Zoom burnout with our kids being back in school and having to wear a mask all day at school. I'm, I'm a little concerned about the mask burnout. (laughs) You know, if they have to wear a mask all week at school, they have to wear a mask when they're here on Sunday morning. Are they really going to want to put a mask back on and come for Sunday night? Um, And how I can be speaking into that. Um, I would love answers for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess my second question, um, and I, I don't know that there is one right answer, but you know, like right now our kids, the vast majority of them are in person um, and trying to navigate like, and I know a lot of this is hypothetical right now, but as we move forward, if the mass mandate gets lifted, do we lift it at youth group? If things go back virtual do we also go back virtual as a youth group or do we, you know, because we're the church, we can kind of, you know, do we just keep doing what we're doing? Um, you know, trying to navigate all the like, what ifs, you know, not that we can do a lot of that, but trying to plan ahead in terms of, you know, the fall and what ministry is going to look like. Those are just some things that are, you know, in the back of my head, like, okay, if, if school shuts back down, am I going to be expected to go back virtual? Mm-hmm if the mask mandate gets ex- extended, are we going to be expected to do that as well in youth group? Um, yeah. So yeah. I think those are kind of my two big things that I'm trying to wrestle with. Yeah. And, and yeah, thinking about, you know, having to get back virtual and, and all that. I mean, obviously that that's going to be a, I mean, it's a pertinent question <laughs> that um, everyone's going to be, be dealing with, but I was thinking, 
of a youth worker I was speaking to in Virginia. And he said before their church was kind of meeting back, they actually sent a poll out to their church and kind of gave five options and was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get some kind of idea of where the church was. And he said it was about right. 18 to 22% on each one of the mm-hmm. <laughs> questions. So it was almost split, you know, in those five mm-hmm. different categories where nobody had any kind of consensus. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so hard to try to figure out, okay, yeah. um, what, what are we going to do? Because in some ways you think, I mean, parents are just going to want their children to get out and to have some kind of in-person interaction, even if, you know, they, they school switch back to virtual, but. Right. Well, and we did a similar, uh, yeah, we did a similar, we did a survey, you know, as we're looking into the fall for both the adults and the youth, like, do you want in-person? Do you want virtual? And of the people that responded, all of the families said they wanted in-person. I was like, fired up, let's go in person. Um, You know, but if schools were to shut back down, would those feelings change? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and maybe that means we need to send out another survey. I don't know. I know I yeah. could, you know, wrestle with the what ifs until sure. I'm blue in the face, but I don't know how much <laughs> good that does right now. Yeah. And of course, with the masks, I mean, everyone, even those who are proponents of wearing a mask, I think just the the burden of, I mean, how many of us have gotten out of our cars to walk into a store or a restaurant and then you're like, oh, I forgot my mask. I've got to go back to the car, get my mask and then, then go and um, I, I actually, I teach a 10th grade Bible class and I've got to wear a mask while I'm teaching. And, uh, you know, oh. I've got, got that pulled up for three hours and it's just, it's kind of, yeah, miserable to try to talk through that. Um, but obviously trying to, to do what we can. Um, like Katie Chantel, it's awesome just to see y'all and uh, to catch up with y'all and really appreciate y'all taking the time out to, to come on and to share what the Lord's teaching you, how you're striving to remain faithful during the season. And I know it's going to encourage others. So thanks to both of you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so much. Sean. Yeah. It's been awesome. And yeah, just uh wild TNROM have been huge blessings in my life and ministry. So thank you for all you do for that. And yes. everyone else too. Amen Absolutely. to that. Well, yeah, thank- has been a huge, huge part of my ministry for sure. Well, thanks for saying that. And we did not pay either of them to say that. <laughs> just, just, so, just so our listeners know. But I uh, hope you guys have a good day. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you too. Thanks, John. Oh.